I just can't figure out if it's because you're advanced or because I'm stunted. You take the red pill. You stay in wonder. I am loving. You do not talk about Fight Club. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Okay, so <laughs> hello and welcome to the Glacé Film Club. We've taken it out of the realms of uh, written blogs and we're now in podcast form. It's very fun. So this is uh, the first episode of the Glacé Film Club podcast. Today it's me, Marcus, and I'm joined by Matt. Hello. Oh, Matt. Good. How, how are you? We hope you are doing well today. I can't ask you how you're doing. We can ask and then leave, leave a little gap for them okay. to reply. How are you doing? Okay, that's, oh, that's great to hear. Great okay, so Matt, what are we are going to review today? Uh, so we're going to divulge into the fairly new release of Jumanji. Um, I don't know, is it called Jumanji Two or is it just Jumanji again? No, I think uh, just Jumanji. Think there just there Jumanji. might have been a little bit of an extra name to it, yeah. but we can put all those Was details it like into in the, the bio. jungle or something. Yeah, we'll go for that. Okay, we'll go with that. Jumanji, Jumanji into, into the, jungle. the jungle. Welcome to. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Oh, and it's got a bit yeah. more of a modern theme to it. So that's out. Family film, you know, it's got that feel. But before we dive into it, this is going to be a regular theme on the Glacé Film Club. Is we've got a snack. We can't discuss films without a snack. So you might be able to hear Matt opening them now. Matt, do you want to talk us through what we're about to have a little munch we've on? Got, <laughs> what we're we've got a, a lovely pack of Favorina. I must admit, I actually got these as a Christmas present, so we're a bit late to the party now, um, but it was part of a German food hamper. Um, nice. I've never it? seen these before. Well, Shall we, we take the first bite and have a... Mm, this can be the first review of the review. This is a review within a review. Well, they're quite nice. thinner than mm. I expected. Very nutty. Not bad, that. Yeah. Very sugary. Um... Yeah, a nice bit of icing come through. Mm. A lot of nut though. A lot of It's basically nice. just sugar covered nuts with icing. That's not a bad thing though. Yeah. I'd have another one. Yeah. I will have another one. Mm. Okay. That's a snack for today. So we went to watch the film. Watched it at the cinema. You know, paid to go and see yeah. it. Yeah. Um, there was a nice uh, reduced rate on at the view though. Mm. So if you're listening view, little plug for you there. Yeah, Five pound at the Manchester Premier Four ninety nine. Three on a Monday. On a Monday. Any film, any time. <laughs> we'll break to a view advert now, and hopefully um, that'll get them on board for the future. Okay, Jumanji. Went to see it. I went in with zero expectation mm. because, to be honest mm. with you, I'd seen the original. Uh, obviously, when I was a lot younger, but I can't quite remember what happened. I just remember the board game. Um, in a house going mm. a bit crazy I yeah. saw Zathora which came out yeah, about, quite a few years like after a modern remake of it like yeah. for, for the next younger generation well, sorry the younger part of our generation so this is say. this version of Jumanji is kind of another remake but actually yeah. going back to the but, Jumanji yeah it was drawing concept. upon the concepts and the, the ideals set set out in the original um, Jumanji I, I was dubious at first I'm going to be perfectly honest um it was, it's such a, it's a classic film and I think the way they finished the first film in my head it was definitive that they weren't going to be making a sequel yeah and I feel like it's this is part of the modern film Hollywood realm where they're just determined to make sequel after sequels with films these days 
So I was dubious because in my head, Jumanji had finished. Yeah. It wasn't going to be remade. Well, it's kind of, I mean, the sequel's kind of, the modern way of doing a sequel, like you're saying, it's not really a sequel. It's kind of a, a reimagining in a sense because yeah. it's not carrying on from the last film. Well, it's it, kind of taking the idea and putting it in another setting. Yeah. I don't, I, you know, it's like callback really is in the first like five minutes. Um, so there's going to be a lot of spoilers in this. We should say if you haven't seen the film. Yeah, there will be a few spoilers. <laughs> um, so the first five minutes, um, he finds the board game, takes it home, and then it's during the night that there's like a transformation that yeah. becomes a new version of it. And that's the only real callback within the film to the original film, which personally, I thought was a bit disappointing. I, I understand that like, oh, we don't want to remake it. We want it to be something new. But I would have liked to have seen some other callbacks to the original film yeah. within the new film. Whether that be um, from the original film, the main bad guy, um, hero, he wore that old-fashioned like um, adventurer hat and had like a massive musket gun. I think it would have been nice to have seen a few characters dressed in that attire or just something that linked it back in Um, because they do dive straight into that full on action where finds the uh, game takes it home and then suddenly you get that change you won't dive in yet to what the change was because that's going to talk about the format of it Um, we'll talk about that in a minute but do you want to go over the plot first let's just discuss uh, what happens overall do you want to take us through the beginning of the film I'll take it through so young chap um, I can't know his name now I think it's called Ben Hang on, I've got it written down here. Spencer. Spencer. So, Spencer, young yeah. Spencer, he, um, he's just out having a bit of fun, having a bit of, laugh, bit of a laugh with the boys, and he stumbles across the original Jumanji board game, Washed Up in the Sand. So he finds this box, and he decides, I'm going to take this home, you know, it's free, you know, as you do. Gets home, like, he opens it up, he's not particularly interested, because it's a board game, and he's, 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 he's back in the... It's like early 90s, late 80s, yeah, it's yeah, supposed yeah. to be. The 90s, I think it's a 97. Yeah. So I, the um, video game revolution is just taking off. The PlayStation 1's around this time of year. Time of year, this date. Um, and so he thinks, he decides, sack this off, I'm going to go play this game, leaves it on his shelf. During the night, a few mystical things start happening and the game transforms itself into a video game cartridge. Yeah. He plugs the game into his system and then... Cuts to outside, all the flashing lights going off in his room. Bang, darkness. Mm-hmm. Transport transports itself um, to 2017, so yeah. ten years Modern later. Day. Twenty years later. Twenty. Yeah, 20, there you go. So yeah, ninety-seven, yeah. 2017, 20, twenty years. Nice round. Okay, we've done the maths there. Figured yeah, that out yeah. for you. Um, and then we get introduced to the main. What well, can we can we call them the main four characters? Because they're not in it for that long. Well, really. they are in essence like that. Their characters are, but the actors change. So basically, mm. if we quickly skip forward a little bit, so you've got the four main people in it. There we go. I've written the names down mm. just to make sure we get them right. Mm. So this time it is Spencer, and we've got Fridge, Bethany, and we've got. Again, oh, I've not written the last one down. <laughs> the fourth character, young girl. Yeah. Right, so basically they're all at school and they all find themselves in a detention on uh, Friday night. That's it, Friday after school. Friday, yeah. And they have to go and clear out this store cupboard yes. at the school. And the headmaster says, so if you don't get it cleared out tonight, come back on Saturday. Yeah. Right. Which no school kid wants to do because, you know, 
That's when you party, isn't it? I still don't see how that's a thing. Like, are you allowed to do that? Can you just go, you're coming in tomorrow to clear this store? In 2017 as well. Trump, ain't it? Yeah, maybe, maybe Trump's had a say in that. <laughs> we'll get the finest legal minds on that to find out what the actual ruling on detention is in Trump's America. Anyway, so messing about to do about five minutes of cleaning, which little discipline in my eyes. And so Spencer finds... Um, this old game console yeah. puts the cartridge in that he finds with it bingo it's Jumanji mm. pick the characters They're all a- four avatars, of them avatars I believe the word is your sorry avatars. avatars and then they magically find themselves in the game so that's the big difference in this Jumanji yeah. is that it's not a board game it's been reimagined for the modern day into it's, a video game it is the ultimate VR experience some would say yeah, exactly. So, I mean, this is getting a bit Black Mirror now. Like, <laughs> I think Jumanji, and I was thinking this as I was watching it, it's a very kind of mild Black Mirror mm. in that sense, in the way going, oh, they've been like sucked into this game and they're experiencing it, but they can only get out if they play through the levels. It's, and like, obviously it doesn't go too deep and dark into no, that because no. it's a family film, but that's the kind of, it's a family yeah. Black Mirror. It's Black Mirror about pig fucking. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. You could put it that way. That would be the quote of this uh, review. So, if anyone asks you, what's Jumanji like? That's what that's like. Without fucking pigs. Okay, so that's that. So, yeah, they're in the game. So, they have to, they find out they have to take on all these challenges to get through to the end. Yeah. And then they've got to put this gem in a mountain to save Jumanji. I believe it's a statue of a jaguar. There we go. There's a jaguar with a gem in it to save Jumanji but the interesting thing I found this for me was the big thing forget the plot for the minute it's your kind of standard adventure like that Mm. and they've got to go and play through it all but the way they frame it in the video game setting is fantastic like for me that's the best thing about this film I mean there's a lot of good factors about it but I love how they've done that and I don't know whether I just enjoyed that in particular because I've played a lot of video games and how they work and it was a kind of like a little wink to yeah. the, the gamer there because let me explain what I mean by this is that the characters they interact with are like pre-programmed characters as if you would get in a video game so they have set responses to them and they've got to figure out why they're saying that to move on to the next level as if they were in a video game and this made me think of the series Westworld where that again is an extreme version of that where Absolutely. they're going living in a uh, certain environment where they're kind of computerized and pre-programmed to go on missions but I think that's a really good concept how they've have adapted it to the modern day with the video games but it's not just done in a lazy way going oh it's now a video game go on an adventure it's done in that way and this kind of shapes the plot so that is the kind of what drives them through from start to end I mean getting through without giving too many ridiculous spoilers as you can imagine it's a very uplifting yes let's win they get through the end with a bit of drama and then get through the plot it's why it's you could argue it was a very it's very safe writing in terms of the actual writing it was very much it's, it's, it's a family friendly film at the end of the day yeah so it's got a very simple narrative arc it starts a little bit of a complication and they find out they're in Javandri escalates to a larger complication when the game is starting to get attacked by various things within the realms of Jumanji. yeah resolution done it's it, it's very basic, but they do a lot within it, and it it jumps it jumps up and down the intensity here and there, 
but it's nice well nice well rounded yeah and this is one I'm giving big thumbs up now to the film I'd say that yes I was going and expecting a kind of family maybe teen action adventure where obviously there's going to be no ridiculously twisty ending with anything no. too horrible happening there's always going to be yeah it's going to win at the end but going and expecting that I do just really like how they shot it how it was framed in that video game way and how they kind yeah. of uh, use the characters like that as if you were playing a video game so I'd say yes going to expecting nothing more than a kind of safe yeah. action adventure it's a good date film if you're going on a date go and watch Jumanji you know, you're both going to like it yeah. there's going to be some laughs in yeah. there and we're not going to have to think about it too much and there's a good bit of comedy as well there's a great comedy but it's all very much laid on the table for you like I said there's no surprises yeah. along the way really so to summarise quite a linear plot framed within a video game which works really well for the film as you go through the levels mm. and uh, making a little reference back to when I was a kid Spy Kids 3D is amazing what film. I had the same feeling when I came out because when I was a lot younger watched that first 3D film I'd seen I think this was before 3D was 3D mm. this is when you this had the, like the blue red and one blue yeah like, yeah the blue and red ones and I love that but this is the kind of feeling I got from this film was that kind of straight up adventure but they managed to get the levels in there by doing that which was fantastic um, so I'd say yeah expect no more than that but let's go back to the comedy element because yes the plot's one thing but like I said for me what added to it was the video games but you've got quite uh, an all-star cast in there so the four main characters when they land in Jumanji so just to recap when they do yeah. land in the video game they change yeah, the story it became the avatars that they selected during yeah. the, the menu I can't remember in the original does that happen when they, in the original they have um, little like like chess pieces for instance so there's like a monkey and an elephant but they don't transform into right okay oh no yes well what the young chap I believe he selects the monkeys his like little play piece yeah. and he ends up transforming into a monkey okay no because I thought when I was thinking when I was thinking about it I don't, didn't remember them doing the transformation yeah. thing but that's one of the main things of this is yeah. that they're kind of trapped inside a new body, yeah. a new mind, and um, well, the same mind, new body. Yes, yeah, sorry, uh, but they have skills that they can do yeah, things yeah, they couldn't got, previously got do. Features. But anyway, back to the characters because we're yes. saying this kind of adds comedy to it. So you've got Jack Black and Kevin Hart, you know, Amazing. two of the biggest uh, comedy actors, absolutely. Now and obviously Jack Black's been knocking about oh, ages, yeah. putting some big comedy films out there. So they have the big hitters. Then you got uh, Dwayne Johnson. The Rock. the Rock Johnson. Sorry, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Johnson. And if I remember right, I'm sure I read something that he was the highest paid actor last year really? in the world. Uh, who did it used to be? Uh, obviously, Johnny Depp's normally up there as well. Yeah. I heard. Um, He's had a hit and miss year. Though. Yeah, he has. He's not done too well. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe On you're and right. off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so he's in there, massive Hollywood star. But big fan of the next inclusion and it's quite a surprise when I saw it Karen Gillan who if you don't know who she was um, she was in Doctor Who she was the Doctor Who's assistant what was she called in Doctor Who? Companion sorry companion we can use assistant isn't that a thing? I'm going to have loads of Doctor Who fans yeah. on me now it's, uh, I believe her name is Amy Pond Amy Pond and she marries Mr. Rory Williams 
in Doctor Who. Okay, so yeah, this is where I remember from. And obviously she's worked in other things since, but she's yeah. not a massive Hollywood no. actor. She's, she was in a great film you haven't seen, The Big Short. She had a short role within that. Uh, if you haven't seen that film, definitely go and watch it. Um, sure, There'll sure. be another review of that coming There'll soon. There'll be another review. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe it'll come next. Um, yeah, she's, she's had, um, I believe her career's now started to get into some real good places, which is great but, yeah, for me, and when I spoke to a lot of people, they the last thing they of note saw her in was Doctor Who. Mm. And like I said, yeah, she's been in other stuff, but that's what sticks in everyone's mind. So to go to such a blockbuster film like this, brilliant. Yeah. And she's really good in it. One thing that threw me off, though, was I was expecting the Scottish accent. Maybe the Americanism. And yes. she's like, oh, well-American accent put on in it. But she pulls it off well. But I think the kind of character in Doctor Who transfers over in a way, because it's that quirky yeah, action yeah. role with comedy in it, because yeah. that's what Doctor Who is. You know, it's action. Yeah. There's a bit of comedy in there, but it's very quirky well, at the yeah, same time. Actually. And I think this is what this Jumanji... Uh, version was going yeah, for. It's got some similar themes. Yeah. So obviously Kevin Hart and uh, Jack funny. Black. I've got the comedy yeah. covered there. And Jack Black's character was really interesting. What did you think of? Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, like a bit of a gender switch went on. Um, yeah. The so the of the original four main characters. Um, so two females, two males. Yeah. Um, Jack Black's original main character. She was the. Um, was called the prom queen. The prom, the prom yeah. queen. Oh, you can you can picture Bethany, who she's called. You can you can picture who we're talking about here. So she's a bit um self um what's the word? Self involved. Self involved. Yeah, she loves taking selfies, things like all that. All about the Instagram. Yeah. That's a big thing on it. Love Snapchat. It? You know all them filters. You know cat emojis. All she loves them. Um and she when she selected her avatar, she's like picks a random one like she doesn't really know what she's not doing. thinking they're not, gonna go into the machine exactly yeah. you know it's not a rational thing to it's think it's not at all no I don't think that every time I put the Xbox on uh, well, I might no. have to start thinking it now though. Um, so she selects um, this character what's the name of her avatar the one that she chooses yeah. I believe that is dun 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 uh, Professor Sheldon Oberon Professor Sheldon but I, I believe in the film she he calls herself himself Shelley. Shelley, yeah. That yeah. confuses her. Uh, yeah. Thinking she's gonna get a female character, but she doesn't. So when yes. she yeah, yeah, when she true. arrives into the world of Jumanji, um she's transformed to Jack Black, who we can say, and I'm sure he won't be offended, is not a prom queen. No, uh, he's not. <laughs> no. So yeah, but I I, lo- I love that switch. It adds a lot of comedy value to it, which as the plot develops, I it's this weird conflict because Later on in the film, they end up meeting the fifth character, who is the guy that originally found the game back in the nineties. Yeah, and he's um, he's a he's a nice looking fellow in in this game. Um, Nick Jonas is it? It's one of the I Jonas believe brothers. It's one, I think one it's one Nick of them. Jonas. It's the fourth Jonas brother. Yeah. <laughs> There's only three. Yeah, it's definitely four. Okay, right. So it's it's one of the Jonas. One of the Jonas. I'm making the call of Nick Jonas. Okay, and he's a he's a nice young chap. Um, but obviously Bethany's still in the mind but it's Jack Black's body yeah. and so she's like attracted to this like this guy mm-hmm. and it leads to a lot of funny encounters yeah so that it provides a lot of comedy there and comedy. Jack Black pulls it off really well Absolutely. you know because he's got that very elaborate personality mm-hmm. where he, every role he plays is kind of he's in your face so in this one he's very sassy and you know he's kind of over the top yeah. with, the, with the like stereotypical female vibe he goes for but it works within that setting and what it also does it adds to that kind of 
deeper level of the ascent to get to, the kind of self-reflection. Yeah. And obviously, I think the message you're trying to get across is this dead popular girl yeah. who's uh, maybe quite false and fake and... Yeah. Uh, like that in a general life but then she's put inside as she says a middle-aged fat man <laughs> put inside Which the body of him an accurate description yeah so therefore it. she doesn't have a look to carry through and learns no. a lot about herself that's why it was in yeah, it's quite um, intrinsic yeah nice. so it gives that kind of yeah. full circle and what we were saying off mic before it was on mic but it wasn't on, on this recording <laughs> but it was about the breakfast club yes it, just some great similarities in there yeah um which some themes that transfer nicely between the two but do you want to elaborate on but yeah so like there? i came out of it thinking a bit of a nod to breakfast club i'm afraid to use the phrase modern day breakfast club because no, it's, it's not, definitely not that. it's not that but it's got that kind no. of coming of age where yeah. you've got these four kids who are put in detention of each other who might not necessarily hang out different um, they're part of different cliques within the yeah. high school environment um, but yeah, at the end of it they have an experience which kind of strips their mm. societal status from them yeah. and puts them in some a totally different position so they only have the personalities to bond yeah. on and they do so you know, it's a wholesome message yes. but it is uplifting it's, as much as you can look at it it's a bit easy uh, thing to do I came out of it thinking that is brilliant like yeah. that is fantastic you know and it, it does work the way they do it and yes, it, it is it is uplifting. Yeah. Just... Well, I think they executed it well because they gave her enough time to get to know different parts of the characters and gave enough time for the characters to interact with each other. It would have been very easy for them just to brush over that and just pack it full of no, you're action right. and gunfights and helicopter yeah. chase sequences. But they did. They gave it, they gave, gave it enough breathing room. I think that's a really good point yeah. because I think there is a perfect balance of action mm. and just dialogue between them yeah. because like you said it would be easy to just go full on action film you've got the rock in there yeah, yeah you can just have it all brandy brandy blah but it's not like that yeah there's a few intense scenes and um, obviously they build up towards the end but they work more effectively because it's on this base of them getting so close together yeah. and you're rooting for them you're not just kind of like oh yeah I hope they get to the end like oh you're really proud of the kind yeah, of like are. journey they've gone on so yeah Definitely agree with that, and it's the perfect balance. All right, so one cast member we didn't really mention was Kevin Hart. Um, what do you think is comedy in this? Again, he's, he's always going to deliver Kevin Hart. I think throw him into a comedy film, he knows his craft. He's going he's gonna to get yeah. stuck in. And again, he's delivered... It was more of like... Um, it was very much like one line comedy in a way there wasn't any like long drawn out well, no, comedy it's, it's classic coming out comedy yeah. like, I think yeah good casting it works and he fit into the film perfectly for that role but it was nothing different from what you'd expect no. from Kevin Hart no. you know funny like you said one line comedy um, but yeah it's not groundbreaking but no. it works I'm sure there are moments where all of the cast members apart from Kevin Hart so the Rock, Jack Black, Karen Gillan, they all like had bits of improv within the performances. Yeah, yeah. It's naturally going to happen within the film, sure. especially you got four big characters going up against each other like that, four big personalities. But I think that's where Kevin Hart comes into his own with just like quick lines that he wouldn't yeah. think, and he's delivering his comedic time. And his comedy bites at your ankles, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> like him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But he plays that yeah. card, you know, he plays talking about being shot a lot, and that's a lot of the comedy. Yeah, but it is. it is that, it's that kind of like, 
in the film he does it is the kind of bit of a victim because he's small in it yeah. uh, the rock who is Spencer inside the rock's body so Spencer's a bit of a nerdy kid yeah. with no confidence but when he is in uh, the body of becomes the, the jock Dr. Bravestone he's a, a great name yeah and then he does that so yeah Kevin Hart it works yeah. in that situation yeah Kevin Hart absolutely fantastic Anyway, that's enough of the characters. Yeah. We could go on about them all day. So, gone through the plot there, you know, as I said, quite linear, but it's got some good underlying themes, mm. good bit of comedy in there, yeah. but video game element, love it. I can go on about yeah. that all night. But what do you think about the way it's shot, the setting, um, the way it's put through like that? Anyway, you're the expert on the video stuff. You're now going to <laughs> the main video man at Glass A Media. So, when, where do we start? So, obviously, it's set in the world of Jumanji. Um, yes. So, through looking at some like behind the scenes footage, they did go to a jungle. A lot of stuff is shot without the use of green screen and yeah. 3D effects. But there is a lot of that still in it. Like, naturally, that's going yeah, yeah. to happen. It wasn't billed as. They didn't throw them out of the sky to make them land in a jungle. No, no. So expect to know there's a lot of green screen going on, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's modern cinema world. It's, yeah, yeah. It's naturally going to happen. Um, there's a lot of action sequences in there, which I would say was shot in a very simple action sequence way. Um, they, they don't mix it up too much. Just give me, we can edit but like for me one of the big things was uh, I think they felt like there was a lot of depth to the set even though it wasn't obviously all in a big jungle yeah. and but it was a really stunning setting I think it was quite captivating yeah. in that kind of jungle situation you know you felt like you were kind of Involved in it, immersed. Yeah, 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 exactly. So for me, coming out of that just as a very visual mm. point, I think it was visually nice to see in yeah, that setting, and they play on that uh, very well. But it's not you, you kind of. I think of it, like it's not a groundbreaking. It's not like the Revenant, which that was shot beautifully. Yeah. Um. All on set. Uh, all on, sorry. All on location. They went there. Minute there was in the Revenant, I will say there is like bits of three D animation and elements, but it was shot in just much more. It's shot in a different way, but that adds to as to what that film was. Whereas this film was more about the characters and the story, yeah, and yeah. not about creating a cinematic no, masterpiece. No, no, yeah, exactly. Especially with being <clears throat> like a kind of family adventure film. Yeah, it's not there for you to come back and go. Wow, it was unbelievable. No. But I was saying, like for what it was, I think it was a nice set. It looked nice, and it, yeah. it kind of did its job of uh, yeah, it did. captivating you in it. Um, so you said about the action sequences. Yeah, how do you feel about the general kind of uh, like graphics and the way they did they did the kind of um, video game stuff and put that all together? So there's a big helicopter chase sequence in it. Yeah, um, which. I think I don't know if there's similar people that worked on if, if you've ever seen the remake of the A Team movie. Okay. It's a very, very similar um helicopter chase sequence. So I get a feeling there might be a few of the same artists that worked on that yeah, worked yeah. on this. Um so as you can imagine, a lot of gunfire, a lot of explosions, you kind of chasing through the jungle, through a big ravine and canyons and stuff. So you can start to visualise what I'm trying to describe mm -hmm. to you here. 
Um, lovely to see. It was very, it was cut very smooth. It wasn't there were loads of jump cuts, which is why you get a lot of action sequences. Yeah. Um, they like dragged them out as if it's over a longer period of time, but they're trying to condense it down to a small period. It was a very linear fight sequence. It was like all happened in stages one after another so you could follow along with it really nicely um was it groundbreaking no was it entertaining to watch yes well i think that's a good summary there and i think that's a good place to now wrap it up um so i want to know firstly what you think of it in comparison to the original what your favorite bits were and then overall out of 10 what you're saying and then i'll give mine so in comparison to the original, obviously they they're worlds apart. Like it's hard to compare them. Uh, the plots are different, the settings are different. But do you think the new concept works of putting it in the video? Yeah, game? I I think it was the only way they could have done it. Yeah. If they tried yeah. to remake the original, they got a horrific backlash. It wouldn't. Yeah, have the worked. board game thing would have been like, why are you playing a board game? Yeah, exactly. Because then you'd have had to set it in the past, yeah. and then it would just been like, well, you just kind of redoing exactly yeah. the same. So, yes, I enjoyed the film. Is it better than the original? Personally, I'll say no. But is it worth a watch? Definitely. And a film in of itself, you can follow it. It's fun. It's funny it's entertaining do you have to have seen the original no you don't it stands by itself so definitely go and watch it 100% favourite parts during it I would say some great bits of comedy in there like um, Kevin Hart's character his weakness is cake so it's a really funny bit where he accidentally eats a bit of <laughs> yeah, cake. Yeah, that's good. That is good. Explodes. <laughs> and you don't really see that bit coming. No, you don't. And it's nice little quirky bits like that, which keep it light-hearted and keep it funny. Yeah. Um, that's like little little bits like that. Um, so out of ten, it's difficult to say because I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I think it's a very safe film. So I'd go with a. Love the cast, they all work so <laughs> Got well. Got your instinct, yeah. I'd give it a seven. Okay. Personally, Real. A seven. Well, for me, I'll do a quick wrap up, but um, I went into it not really remembering the original. I watched it quite a long time ago, just the once. Um, so this for me was a standalone film. But I don't know, something captured in my imagination. I didn't think it was going to be uh, as much for me as it was because, you know, at the end of the day, it's a family film. Yeah. It is what it is, but I really loved how they did the video game element. Um, I also like how it was this kind of underlying message that was a bit like Breakfast Club, or the yeah. positive kind of uh, coming-of-age element to it. And I really loved, um, during the film, the interaction between Kevin Hart and uh, The Rock. Yeah. I think those characters worked well, well recently well because together. they flipped personalities yeah. from... Well, they all flipped personalities. Yeah, but I mean, like, they were friends uh, in the real world. Yeah. So that's an interesting dynamic, but I like the, yeah, there's a bit where they're um, getting a little bit of a tussle. That bit's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I love that oh, bit. Funny. So, yeah, I don't know. I came out of it feeling warm and uplifted, and I didn't expect I that. that. So, even though, like you said, it's not groundbreaking, I got a lot from it, and not what in a way that I thought it was. It was even better than I expected. So, I'm yeah. going to go for a 7.9 out of 10. Nice. Um, yeah. Thumbs up to Jumanji. Thank you for listening. We'll have plenty more film reviews to come, unless this gets widely panned across the internet, <laughs> which could happen. It could happen. It probably might happen. We'll be joined by different guests over the coming weeks and months, 
uh, to discuss even more films because mm. let's face it there's plenty of films, out, of there. films out there I don't think we're going to run out alright well thank you leave your comments let us know what you thought of Jumanji good night good night <laughs>